The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. It is time now for uh, Common Ground. I'm joined by Fine Gael Senator Regina Doherty and Socialist TDD for Cork North Central and member of the Oireachtas Finance Committee, Mick Barry. Um, our reporter, Elaine Smith, she has been out and about and she has been asking the uh, question that I think will apply for a lot of people who have been walking through towns doing their Christmas shopping. Should chuggers be banned? I think they're quite vital. Um just right now I can't think of another way that people around this time of year can get money for charities that need help I don't think there's any problem with somebody coming up to another person and asking for help that's what we kind of have to do these days and uh, no I don't think they should be banned I think it would be kind of cruel for different charities or anybody that needs help I think they should be banned really I don't like giving my details to charities or you don't even know if they are charities really you'd be apprehensive yeah well I think there's definitely a place but um, they don't need to be as aggressive in terms of how they approach people I think it is a bit overpowering yeah maybe a small bit more relaxed um, but in order for them to be visible I think it is right that they're out on the street but again maybe just take a little step back and let people approach them as opposed to them approaching everyone <laughs> no I don't think they should be banned I think if they maybe spread around a little bit more and did a bit more advertisement or pop-ups about it I think would be a little bit better yeah. or explain what they were looking for money sometimes they just kind of have the book and they're like money money but if they explained it a little bit better or had maybe somebody speaking about it would probably be better about it I think they can be a bit aggressive sometimes um, but uh, that's why I kind of get it out of the way I get my sticker or I get whatever it's just because you want to go shopping and you feel like you're being cornered you know yeah. so it's not really fair if someone says no leave them alone you know don't keep pushing them pushing them pushing them in the last year I've lost someone close to me and these charities are helping with treatments like that so now my opinion has changed so I would obviously like to see them not banned. Well, Regina Doherty, um, Fine Gael Senator, is with us, as I said, as is um, Socialist TD for Cork North Central, Mick Barry. Regina, I'll start with you. Um, this obviously being where each of you decides to take an opposing position. What <laughs> side of this argument are you on when it comes to the banning of chuggers? Do you know what? I'm conflicted because my, my first instinct was to say, yes, they should be banned. And for a lot of the reasons that you're... you're your callers there have said so like they tend to be aggressive I can remember going down Henry Street and you nearly me you know a wall of students trying to get you to sign up for concern, any of the charities but when I say that out loud then I, I think it sounds terribly mean because charities do need to obviously make money they can't live without people's donations and so there's a fine line and one of the words that was used a lot um, by your, your commentators is aggression um, and so I don't know whether it's just because they're over eager or they, you know, they're only earning commissions, so they have to sign you up. I don't know. Um, like it, it doesn't hugely bother me because either I give and I can say I can't give today or I already give, you know, so it doesn't bother me. But I have seen people be intimidated and embarrassed and, and I don't think that's ever the aim in the first place. Like most people just want to go about their business and do their shopping, you know what I mean? So, so I'm kind of conscious of that they do need to find ways. Um, a fundraising, and there are other ways. Obviously, the charities do. Um, they get very few that are to. as effective as having people out in the streets. It's a big revenue earner for a lot of charities. Yeah, you know what? These days, though, our direct mail marketing and our email marketing are nearly as effective of getting people to sign up. There's a new, there's a new ad. I can't remember the name of it. It's a fundraiser's people are telling you better, but there's a new type of ad that, you know, you see it on the telly, you get your 30 seconds emotive clip, and then you text something at the end of it, you know, text. A, B, C, D to one, two, three, four, five, and that gives them a fiver or it signs you up for your 21 euros a month or whatever you can give. And that's, it's a passive thing. It's, it's capturing people on an emotion level as opposed to somebody standing in your face, you know, and either chugging a bucket or, or having a form that they want you to sign um, to give a monthly direct debit. So there's a balance, right? I am conflicted. I know charities obviously absolutely can only survive 
on the donations of generosity of people um, that given their droves. But there is a balance where people should be able to go about their business up and down Henry Street, Grafton Street, whatever street they are, without being either intimidated or feeling you know, that aggression that your, your caller said. Right, well, well, let's find out then from Mick which side of the balance he tips on. Yeah, well, I want to say uh, a few words at the start about the people who do this work, right? And maybe draw people's attention uh, to the word chugger. I mean, where does the word chugger come from? Um, part of it is charity. The other part of it is mugger. That's the origin uh, of the word. And uh, the overwhelming majority of people who do this work um, are, are uh, conscientious and do a good job, uh, in my opinion. So who are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about people who are mainly uh, young people. They're young workers. Um, they're mainly low paid. They're out there in all weather. I mean, imagine... Uh, uh, doing this work uh, out on Henry Street or in Patrick Street in Cork uh, today, they um, have to put up with a certain amount of mistreatment from the public. Uh, You talk to someone who has worked at this down through the years and you will hear quite a few stories of verbal abuse and occasionally physical abuse. I've spoken to people who have worked at this who have been spat at on the streets. But we do Uh, have nearly total employment so they could do something else. A lot of people who do this work are uh, students. Um, A lot of them are students who uh, don't have access to um, um, good grants, who have to pay uh, fees. Uh, And this is their job, you know. Uh, The hours might fit in with their studies uh, somewhat. Um, And you're right, it is a job. Why should we treat someone who's doing this work differently from someone who works behind a shop counter, who delivers your, your mail, uh, or who uh, is on the end of a phone line at the, the, the IT. And, well, and to use the phrase chuggers, I think because charity muggers. Nobody runs out of the shop and tries to sell you the stuff in the street. They don't, but I, I would take issue with the idea that, um, you know, it's commonplace for people to be treated aggressively uh, or for people to be intimidated by young people who are doing the work. That doesn't tally with my experience. Now, certainly there is a case of over-eagerness and we've all experienced, you know, trying to get from A to B and you're hassled and it's a busy day in a busy city centre and you think, oh no, here's someone with a bib and a a clipboard uh, coming up to me. But I, I don't think intimidation or aggression is the norm. Maybe part of the problem is the fact that people are paid such low wages and then have to top the wages up with commission. So there may be a bit over-eager because of the way in which it's, it's but set But also, there is an intrinsic reality, surely, in the job, that it is one of those rare jobs where the person knows that on site, 90% of the potential customers want to avoid them. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know whether it's 90%, but certainly a, a fairly big majority uh, will want to avoid. And I think in 99 cases out of 100, a reasonably firm, no thanks or not today or whatever, you'll be okay. Yes, there are exceptions uh, and, you know, there needs to be strong guidelines. So what's your, the fundamental, the crux of your argument isn't that it's beneficial to charities, it's that this is somebody's job and they should be allowed to do it. It's, It's half of my point. I think the other point is that the charities who do this work I'd make two points about it. First of all, uh, almost without exception, they do really valuable work for society. 
mean, you look at organisations like the Irish Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children and Barnardos. You look at organisations like Greenpeace, Troker and Concern, etc. Really valuable work within society. And I, I, I think that, um, I think it's a bit rich uh, to have, um, I mean, I, I think it's a bit much to have uh, organisations that are underfunded by the state uh, be uh, their 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 work out on the streets being criticised by representatives of the government. I don't want to make that point in a personal way against Regina, but I think in a general sense, I I, I don't think that's right. And here's a point: uh, if there was proper state funding of a lot of these groups, and many are like you know mental health charities, for example, that should be part of, part and parcel of a national health service and funded by the state in the country, maybe, maybe there'd be net less need for people to be out there well, looking for standing orders. Going back to that point about being critical about them, uh, Regina, maybe I missed it. Were you critical of them? I, uh, I suppose yes and no. Um, but the first thing I want to say is, is that I never realised that that's where the origins of the word sugar came. And it's actually quite repulsive. So I would agree uh, with Mick on, on that basis. Um, it's kind of disingenuous, though, of Mick to go back to the argument that if you stated his job properly, we wouldn't need charities. We've had charities, not just in Ireland, but around the world for time and memorial because no state does absolutely everything to the best extent, you know, to the provide for the needs of the service. That's another day's argument. Maybe they should. But right now we've had charities for time and memorial fundraising to provide services for either international um, issues or for local issues, regardless of whether it's, you know, poverty or mental health or uh, cancer care, any of those, all of those charities exist for a reason and they do need to collect their money. The main thing that I will say, and it's not about criticising anybody for doing their job. Of the five people that you had speaking earlier on, two of them said the word aggressive. I didn't. I said they were a nuisance. And so it's, it's kind of, for Mick to talk about them being over-exuberant, what people feel is aggression. They're not my words, they're the people on your vox pop. And so if it's, it's something that is going to continue, then maybe as one of your listeners said, you know, it needs to become a little bit more passive as opposed to jumping up in front of me or, you know, the clipboard and a bib or a, a box of money shaking it. Maybe have a table on the road and that if I want to go over. Now, that doesn't work, right? That's why they don't do it. Well, but let me I'm just put, put that to make as a final thing because in some instances it does work. There are many charities who manage to charitable, do very significant and successful charitable fundraising without having people on the streets um, in, in bibs shaking buckets. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the thing there, you need to talk to the charitable organisations themselves um, and say, what's your feedback? What's your experience? Uh, I tried to go online before the show and do a bit of homework on this. And some of the stats were, you know, a little bit out of date. I did see a figure from Bernardo's. Now, it was the best part of 10 years ago, uh, where they were saying that the majority of their income, of their fundraising, actually came from this source. And I actually think if you're an effective charity... Uh, you'll probably do better uh, with people out on the streets who are confident, who are not afraid to approach you, but who do it in a balanced way and back off if someone isn't uh, interested rather than uh, going over the top. But I I think, yeah, Regina is right. Two out of five people did say aggressive. Uh, I I have to to listen to what's being said there. But certainly for every five times I've been approached on the street, I wouldn't say that it's been 40% uh, aggressive in general. I think those young workers do do a good job and I think that they uh, they do it in a, a reasonable fashion. Final point, I, I do agree. Briefly, please. Uh, yeah, I agree with uh, Regina there. Of course, there are charities, not just in Ireland, but in, in every country across Europe and across the world. But I think there probably are a fair few more of them in this country 
feeling the need to do it for lack of state funding than, okay. than in some other countries Grant. where you have Grant, uh, National Health already, Service Mick. and Grant, the like. Yeah, we've had that. Mick Barry, Socialist TD for Cork North Central, member of the Eurotis Finance Committee and Regina Doherty, Fine Gael Senator. Thank you both very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.